It sure is good to be in the Lord's house this evening. Thank God for letting us come back this way to worship. And thank God for everybody cheer. We've got a nice crowd. We want to thank the Lord for all of our visitors and for this uh, great day God's given us. Uh, as I was praying about what to read, a scripture came on my heart in the book of Isaiah in chapter 40. I'd like to read uh, maybe four verses. In chapter 40, starting at verse 8, it says, The grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. O Zion, that bringeth good tidings, get thee up into the high mountain. O Jerusalem, that bringeth good tidings, lift up thy voice with strength. Lift it up and be not afraid. Say unto the cities of Judah, Behold your God. Behold, the Lord God will come with strong hand and his arm shall rule for him. Behold, his reward is with him and his work before him. And now listen to this, it kind of sums it up. He shall feed his flock like a shepherd. He shall gather the lambs with his arm and carry them in his bosom and shall gently lead those that are with young. What a beautiful scripture. It just stirs my heart. Let's all stand for a moment as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for letting us be here tonight, and thank you, God, for all you do for us. God, thank you. Just your blessings are so wonderful. God, we pray tonight that you just help us in this worship service, help us to humble our hearts and to really be able to worship you in spirit and in truth. God, thank you for everyone that's here and everyone that's listening on the live stream. Uh, God, just let's help us uh, to obey you tonight and help us to realize that when you move, if we'll just make an effort to follow you, you'll help us do it. God, we ask you these things. We praise you in Jesus' name and amen. You can be seated. We turn the service over to Brother Taylor on the choir.
page 
time we'll have the choir come down and we'll turn it over to whoever's opening up tonight. say it's good to be here again. Ask everybody to stand. We'll take up prayer request. Member have any unspoken? Member have any spoken prayer request? Christy's daughter, Gracie. Uh, they got her at the ER right now, and she's got a fever of 104. Uh, looks like she might have the flu on top of the UTI, is what they're thinking. But just remember her, she's pretty sick. Saturday thing last Carl leaves some prayer. say it's good to be here tonight thankful for where I go to church um, I like what Carl said on Sunday um, I think this is the best church there is and uh, 
I'm thankful for what we believe and how we believe. And um, I thought it was special that yesterday was 24 years that I've been saved. Um, I've been saved more my, more my life than not. And um, I'm thankful that, you know, I got a place where I can bring my kids. Um, and, uh, you know, everybody's welcoming kids. I mean, you don't turn kids away or send them somewhere else, you know, for another class. You know, they're here in church to learn. And listen, I'm thankful for that. Does anybody have a song or a testimony or anything on their heart? Thank God for being here. I thank Him for saving my soul. I thank Him for what I can feel in my heart. Someday when my last line is written, someday when I've drawn my last breath, when my last words on earth have been spoken and my lips are sealed in death, don't look on my cold form in pity. Don't think of me as one dead. It will just be the house I once lived in. My spirit by then will have fled. I'll have finished my time here allotted, but I won't be in darkness alone. I will have heard from heaven the summons to come home. And when my body is in the grave, don't think that I'll be there. I won't be dead but living in the place Jesus went to prepare. And after all it said and done know that my last earnest prayer is that my loved ones be ready someday to meet me there
I heard an old, old story How a Savior came from glory How he gave his life on Calvary To save a wretch like me I heard about his groaning Of his precious blood, son Tony Then I repented of my sins and won the victory oh victory in jesus my savior forever he sought me and he bought me with his redeeming blood he loved me Plunge me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. I heard about his healing, of his cleansing power revealing. How he made the lame to walk again and caused the blind to see. And then I cried, dear Jesus, Come and heal my broken spirit. And somehow Jesus came and brought to me the victory. Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and he bought me with his redeeming blood. He loved me ere I knew him, and all my love is due him. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. Oh, I heard about a mansion he has built for me in glory. And I heard about the streets of gold beyond the crystal sea, about the angels singing and the old redemption story. And some sweet day I'll sing up there the song of victory. Oh, victory! Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and he bought me with his redeeming blood. He loved me ere I knew him, and all my love is due him. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. Appreciate those songs. Those have a song or testimony or anything on their heart.
It's just so good to be here. The, uh, it's good to be saved. I was thinking um, last Sunday when I got to be out there with the kids, we got to do the Christmas story, and we got to the wise men. And I might have said this already before, but... Um, I, it really baffled me when I was reading that part about the wise men and they had gifts and I was like, I was trying to pray and I said, Lord, what are these gifts about? And, and while I was teaching the kids, uh, I got a blessing because God added something else to it. And I told them, I said, and I just, it blessed me so much when I said it because I was trying to, I was, you know, you kind of pray while you're, you're kind of just doing things with the kids and you're, and I said, You'll never give God a gift that he don't give you to give him. And I said, uh, I said, that gold and that frankincense and that myrrh, I said, that was their testimony. And uh, I, the gold, he's given me that. You know, I can say, I can recognize it. I can say he's the king of kings. That's the gold. And the, the frankincense, I don't want to understand all about it. I just know back when the priests did their sacrifices, a lot of times I guess they had frankincense burning. And he's the, he's the high priest. And the myrrh, he's the sacrifice. When they brought those spices to, to anoint the body, when Jesus died, he's our sacrifice. That, that, that was the gift they give him, that wasn't just to say, here's a present. That was recognizing who he was and thanking him for being who he was. God could give him mounds of gold and mounds of whatever from anybody else. I, I believe that really helped Mary and Joseph too because that was a little later. And, but uh, I'm going to sing that. When I tell, you, I tell you everything that's been said tonight, it's just so good to be saved and to know that at some point later, we're all going to be together. We've got our dad's died 40 days apart me and Heather we're going to see him again they're healed they're better and we're going there someday to see him and I thought when I was sick when I was laying there I, I got pretty sick now when you're really really sick you look at other people walking around and you think how do they do that and uh, I was thinking you know a few times I started coughing or feeling something and I thought Lord this could be it and uh, I told Heather tonight we were eating. I said, this is the best Christmas I've ever had with my family. Because I've never had time at Christmas to spend with my family before, ever. In 25 years of delivering me. And I said, boy, I hope he's not giving me this one because it's my last one. Because <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. We've got, we, when God steps us from here into eternity, you know, a lot of people don't really focus on what that is. You're stepping from time into a place where you'll go as far back as you go forward. I can't even understand that. I can't even wrap my mind around that. And when you go to hell, you're going to go to a place, it, it, I don't know how else to say it, but to you, it's going to be like you've always been there. And you had a chance to escape it here by getting healed. I know we get struck with diseases and we get hurt and we die. But if we're saved, we're going to be together again. 
And a little baby came and laid in a manger. And, you know, those shepherds probably knew that this is a thing of history, but they said they used to wrap the little lambs for the sacrifices in a safe place. And I guess the manger was made out of stone and they would lay them there to keep them safe. When they saw Jesus swaddled up, they knew who he was and they knew what he was for. They knew he was going to die. But unlike the other lambs, he got up. And we got, we've got, uh, we've got a hope. Uh, I've got a dirty hanky. Uh, oh boy, I feel like singing this, and I'm just, I'm just really happy to be here, boy. Sunday, I was, I was like a kid in a candy store teaching out there. I don't, I don't teach a lot. I sing with them every week, but doing those stories and getting to teach like that is, I just enjoy it so much. Good heavens. God's amazing grace sent down from heaven rescued me from death and from shame opened up my and brought salvation now i'm his praise his holy name now i know he's mine and i'm his forever he is leading me along life's way he'll keep holding to my hand when i cross death's river he will take the sting of death away tis so sweet just to know I have Jesus with me. He will keep me from sin and from strife. He delivered me from condemnation. Now I have eternal life. Now I know that he is mine, and I'm his forever. He is leading me along life's way. He'll keep holding to my hand when I'm crossing death's river. He will take the sting of death away. I had one more thought come to mind as I was finishing that song. I'd like to ask, ask you all to really remember my cousin Dale. Um, he's, he's still sick, and I, I, I know they got some news, and I, I think it was uh, not what they wanted to hear, but uh, whatever it was, just pray for him because he's, He's sick, and uh, you know, 
not to change anything I said before. If, if he goes home, we'll see him again. But uh, I'd like him to have as long and a happy life here as possible. <clears throat> Appreciate that. Appreciate Barry. Anybody else have a song or a testimony or anything on their heart? It sure is a blessing to be here tonight. Man. What a great service. Uh, good singing, good testifying, just right from the first of the service right down to now. Just uh, choir singing, special singing, and those that had words to say on their heart. I just, man, I appreciate it. I just, I'm blessed to be back. And of course, everybody knows we were gone on the weekend, but I was blessed by the good services that was had here, even though we were away. What? It blessed my heart. I appreciate the preachers and singers and everybody that was here and, and uh, just uplift me. I just thank the Lord. And let me ask again. Uh, anybody else got something on your heart that you need to do, just a testimony or a song or anything? <clears throat> if you do, just mind the Lord. Thank the Lord for that testimony. Glad you watched and prayed. And uh, if y'all turn with me, I need to look to the second chapter of the book of Luke. And uh, I'll start out reading in verse uh, 10. My focus is actually in verse 15 and 16, but we'll read uh, from verse 10 to get down. And you pray real hard. I thought when I came tonight that uh, I've, mentioned, I've had this happen a few times lately. I thought uh, uh, this was on my heart, and I thought, well, I probably uh, need to use this uh, Sunday, maybe, and uh, those young preachers will be there, and I'll get to uh, hear one of them tonight, but uh, it's just kind of weighing on my heart, so I just have to follow the Lord. Okay, uh, Luke uh, 2 and uh, 10. And the angel said unto them, of course, this is to the shepherds, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you, that makes it personal. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, <clears throat> which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign to you. You shall find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, <clears throat> and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And now listen. And it came to pass as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known to us. And they made haste, or excuse me, and they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. 
and when they had seen it, <clears throat> excuse me, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. Now, two words I want to focus on, once you draw your attention to, in the middle of verse 15, they said, let's go now. And then verse 16, uh, they came with haste. They purposed to go in a hurry, and they put their purpose into action. And so if I'd have a text tonight, it would be when it's time <clears throat> to be in a hurry. And so uh, we think about this, and they got this great announcement from heaven. The angel came and <clears throat> told them this amazing announcement, and uh, they sang and rejoiced. And uh, when that was over, when the angels went away and God had moved so powerful, uh, they said among themselves, uh, let's go now. Now, I've heard this mentioned before, and probably just mistakenly, and we all make mistakes, and I do, but I've heard this mentioned before. I've heard people say, they said, let's go and, and see if this happened. Now, that's not what they said. Uh, when they said here, uh, when it came to pass, as the angels were going away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, let us uh, now go even to Bethlehem and see this thing <coughs> which is come to pass. They didn't say we're going to go see, <coughs> excuse me. They didn't say if we're going to go see if it come to pass. They already knew it had come to pass because uh, God sent them the message. He said it's happened. Uh, that's just like when the gospel comes to you and you believe it by faith. Uh, uh, when I uh, bowed and prayed and asked the Lord to save me, I didn't say, Lord, if, if you came and died on the cross and raised from the dead, I want you to save me. Uh, I believed it because the gospel had given me the message. Now, when is it time to be in a hurry? When God moves, it's time for us to move. Uh, all through uh, my uh, preaching life and my pastoring life, uh, I've uh, talked to people that had seemingly good intentions. And uh, it's good to have good intentions, but these fellows uh, put their good intentions into action. They said, let's go now. And they made haste and came where the Christ child was. I'm telling you what, well, what was the benefit of that? <coughs> it helped them, but it says down here, when they'd seen it, verse 17, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning the child. Uh, they saw it and then they could tell it. If you got something in your life that God showed you, you can tell it. Are you telling it? I'm glad that there was a church uh, when I was a, a young boy and I needed to get saved. I'm glad that there was a church that knew what they was talking about, uh, Brother Carl, and they told about it. Uh, and it said down here, it said the people uh, wondered uh, at their saying. Uh, they wondered about it. Well, I'm glad. I wondered a little while when I first heard it, but when I came by faith then and pursued it, Eric, uh, I got saved. So when's it time to be in a hurry? I'm telling you what, when God moves in our life, uh, when we're saved by his grace, we need to be in a hurry to do something for the Lord. It's uh, sad to me, uh, all down uh, through my uh, pastoring and my preaching, uh, even before I was a preacher, I saw it, but especially since I've been a pastor, I cannot tell you how many times uh, that I, I've been by the bedside of people that were about to die uh, and, and they uh, said they were saved and I could feel like they were saved. I uh, got a witness of it. Uh, but they'd say to me, I remember a woman one time uh, in the hospital and uh, I, I didn't even know if she was saved or not. I'd been the visitor in the middle of the day. It got about 8 o'clock at night. I said, told Linda, I said, i got to go back. God's laid it on my heart. She said, I'll go with you. When we walked into the room, uh, the woman was crying. She said, I've been praying for God uh, to send you back up here. Uh, I said, uh, what is it? Uh, what are you praying about? Uh, she said, I want you to know that I'm saved. Uh, uh, she told her salvation experience. Uh, Linda, you remember that, don't you? Uh, we all three cried. 
And, but here's what she said. Uh, she said, I'm saved. I'm getting ready to die and I'm going to heaven. Uh, she said, but I, so many years I put off uh, living for the Lord. She said, I, I would to God that I could go back and change it, but I can't. And I'm getting ready to die. She wasn't even in intensive care. She was in a regular room. And uh, the nurse come in in a little while uh, and she talked to the nurse. The nurse took her vital sign. She said, honey, you're doing fine. Uh, you're just nervous. Uh, don't worry about it. Everything's going to be all right. Uh, about uh, two hours after we left, she died. Uh, God had told her she was going to die. Uh, but praise God, she gave a testimony. And I appreciate it. When I preached her funeral, uh, I told folks uh, she was saved. I got a witness. Uh, uh, her husband even said to me, he said, I'm glad uh, God gave you that experience. He said, I didn't think she was saved. But he said, after uh, the funeral, I knew she was saved. But well, here's my point. Uh, uh, she put it off and put it off. Uh, when is it time to be in a hurry uh, when God moves in our life and lets us know what we need to be doing the, uh, I'm telling you what uh, these disciples they got in a hurry fellas uh, we need to be in a hurry uh, uh, well uh, listen I know we can't get ahead of the Lord that's not what I'm talking about but when he moves then we can move uh, let me let me give you another scripture uh, when we need to be in a hurry uh, over in the book of Matthew of uh, the 28th chapter in the first verse uh, now I just read to you about the birth of Jesus. Now, I want to read to you about the death of Jesus. I still an example of when to be in a hurry. And said here in the 28th chapter, in the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulcher. Now, I won't read all of it, but there was an angel there that came and rolled back the stone and sat upon it. And the angel talked to those Marys down there. And listen to what he said. He said, he is not here. He said, I know you've come to seek Jesus, but he's not here. He is risen. Uh, he's gotten up from the dead. Well, now listen to what the angel told those Marys in verse 6. He is not here, for he is risen. As he said, come and see the place where the Lord lay. Well, they went in there and they saw something. Uh, they saw what the angel had told them. Uh, and, and I don't believe they doubted the angel's words, uh, but they need to know it for themselves. And so they went in, uh, Barry, they saw the Lord was up. Praise God! Uh, uh, Kenny and Linda, uh, uh, we were at the place and saw the empty tomb. Praise God! I knew it was empty before I ever went to Israel, but it was a blessing going in the empty tomb. But I praise God! Uh, he uh, is not in that tomb. He's alive! But listen what the angel said. Uh, so listen, he's not here, he's risen. And he said, come and see the place where he lay. And listen, this is what the angel told the women. Go quickly and tell his disciples that he's risen from dead. And behold, he goeth before you into Galilee. Now there shall you see him. Lo, I have told you. They need to be in a hurry. The angel said, go quickly and tell those disciples. Uh, oh, there's some work that needs to be done. Uh, it's easy and, and I, I've drug around a lot of times in my life uh, but we don't need to be dragging around on the Lord we need to be about the Father's business let's get in a hurry let's get a move on uh, now there's people dying lost and going to hell now, let me get on that part too uh, let's get that for just a little bit now Jesus now, when he entered in and passed through Jericho uh, he come out the other side of Jericho uh, there was a, a little man there uh, he uh, was a, a tax collector. He was a little short fella. He wanted to see Jesus and he couldn't because the crowd was too big around him. You know the story. He went out there and climbed up in a sycamore tree. 
Uh, he might have thought he was healed. I don't know. Uh, he might have thought nobody knows I'm up here. But I'm telling you, Jesus knew he was up there. Well, uh, Jesus knew his name. Boy, I'm glad he knows our name. I believe he's calling some people's names tonight. It's time to be in a hurry. When they come up there to the sycamore tree, he said, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down. For I, I must go to your house today. I'm telling you, if you're lost here today and God calls to your heart, you need to hurry up and get saved. Because like the scripture I read in open, we are like the grass. We're going to wither and we're going to fade. You can uh, be in the best of health that you think that you can be. Uh, uh, death is still just a heartbeat, a heartbeat and a breath away. Uh, I've known people that seem like uh, they was going to live a long time. I, I've even had people uh, brag and say, I'm going to live to be such and such age. Some of them made it and some of them didn't. God's the only one knows when we're going to die. He said, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down. Uh, back in the first chapter of the book of Isaiah, uh, the, the scripture said there, uh, come now and let us reason together. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. And so listen, if you're lost, you need to hurry up and get saved. God loves you so much that he gave his son to die on the cross for you. And church, uh, we all as God's people, we need to examine ourselves and see if we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. Are we as active for the Lord as we ought to be? Uh, are we as busy telling people? See, back here, these folks that I read to you about, they had a story to tell. I've I've had people say, well, I'm not a preacher. I'm not a deacon. I'm not a Sunday school teacher. If you're saved by the grace of God, you've got a story to tell. And if you'll live for the Lord and you'll follow the Holy Spirit, you'll express that story in your life. Are you about the Father's business? It's time to be in a hurry. Are, are, listen, are you going to get in? Are you going to help somebody? Uh, this woman that I was telling you about earlier, uh, she said, uh, if I would have got in and lived for the Lord, she said, I could have helped my children. I could have helped my family. I kept planning on doing it, but now I'm getting ready to die. Uh, folks, uh, it's time to be in a hurry. Uh, get your song ready. Somebody needs to get in a hurry tonight. If you're here and God's stirred your heart, uh, don't put it off any longer. Get in. It's time to get with it. Uh, let's all stand. Uh, while we get a song ready. When is it time to be in a hurry? When God moves and when you see where you're at. I'm telling you what, if you're here tonight and you're not where you need to be with God, come and let's pray about it. God can help you get where you need to be with you. Let's move. Let's be in a hurry. Well, let's sing. Would you come? How about it? Let's get in a hurry. Let's move tonight. Why put it off? Why? Why put it off? Come while you can. While you got time to do something. While the Lord's moving. While you can help somebody. If you're lost, come and get saved. If you're saved, get in a hurry to mind and obey the Lord. You don't have to be an outlaw or a scoundrel need to come to the altar. I'll tell you what, the altar's a good place to come. It'll help you if you feel like coming tonight. You don't have to, you don't have to feel an earthquake. You just have to feel the presence of that little still small voice. Would you please come? Come, come, come. Preacher, I don't know why I didn't come. 
if you feel the need to come, there's only one reason you won't come. Because you reject the call. You say no. Let me beg you. Quit saying no to God and come and get in. Please come. Please mind the Lord. If you need to come to the altar. Maybe I haven't mentioned your circumstance. Maybe I didn't explain your circumstance. That's okay. If God is speaking to you, God's explaining your circumstance to you. Time to be in a hurry. Now, make haste. Come. Obey the Lord. Move. Get in. Help somebody. I got people that I'm concerned about that's lost. I can't save them. But if, if I can live like I'm supposed to and God will let me be a light to them, well, I'm happy about that. Listen what Jesus said. Get this. Boy, this is going to come up in my heart. Jesus said, He's not with me. He's against me. He that gathereth not with me scattereth abroad. I've had people say, I'm not hurting anybody. I'm not doing anything to hurt anybody. That's not what Jesus said. He said, He that's not with me is against me. Let me ask you tonight. Are you for Jesus or against him? He said, he that gathereth not. If you're not helping gather people up, you're part of the scattering abroad. Let me ask you, are you a gatherer or a scatterer? That's not my words, that's Jesus' words. I'm just passing it along to you. The master said that. If you're not part of the gathering flock, come and get in tonight. Please come. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he's near. That's now. That's in a hurry. Please come. Jesus said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. We need to be in a hurry to seek that heavenly rest. If you die lost and go to hell, that's the saddest thing that ever was. But it's by your choice. If you die lost and go to hell, it's by your choice. Sad. And if you live, if you're a saved person and you live, you're going to heaven if you're saved. But if you waste and spend your years and your days and hours and minutes, if you're a saved person, and you don't live for the Lord, and you, you let the time, you let the wheel of time spin and spin and spin, and your time goes by, and so I'm, I'm going to get in one of these days. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a change one of these days. And you keep letting it go by, and the wheel of time keeps spinning, and you keep using up minutes and hours and days. They go into years. You can't call that time back. It can't be regained. You can't get a hold of it when it's gone. When time's gone, it's behind you. I sing one one more song. I thought I was done. I was, but God impressed me to ask for another song. Come and make an effort. If you're here tonight and you know where God wants you to be. I'll tell you what, while they sing, if you don't feel like coming to the altar to pray, come give your hands. Come just shake hands. Go back to 
seat if that's what you want to do. Would you just come and shake hands? Say it by that. Pray for me. I have a need in my life. I, I need to move. I need to get in. That apply, if you're lost and you want to get saved, would you just come shake hands? If you don't feel like staying at the altar, I won't try to talk you into it. Just come shake hands. Go back to your seat. Is it worth making an effort? Is seeking the Lord worth making an effort? Is it worth taking a step or two to try to keep from going to hell? Is it worth it? When's it time to be in a hurry? And if you're here and you're saved, if you're saved, not where you need to be, Another offer to you. While we're singing, I'll make another offer to you. If you feel a deep need in your life, and for some reason you don't want to come up here, you're too embarrassed, you don't feel like you're able, if you just raise your hand, I'll come and shake hands with you. Will anybody raise your hand to that? Will you just raise your hand? Say to that. Speak, preacher. Raise your hand, keep it up. I'll come shake hands with you. And, and of course, everybody knows that you need prayer. And that'll be making a statement that way. That'll be the direction that way. Is it time to be in a hurry? If I'm able, I'll run to you because I'm in a hurry. And I'd like for you to hurry up and get what God's wanting to give you. Did you ever have a Christmas present when you that it was so appealing looking to you you could hardly wait to get a hold of it and tear the paper off of it I've done that when I was a kid I know I went over that and that's pretty when I was that I'll tell you what what God's got for you tonight is better than any other Christmas present that you'll ever get I appreciate this move. Let's come and pray. Come and pray. While we come and pray, while they sing again, I'd like to ask, I'd like, I'm going to say it this way. I'd like to ask the rest of you that need to move to come and let's pray. Well, I'm glad we're praying here. I'm glad we're singing, we're praying. I'm glad God's moving. Praise God tonight. We need to be in a hurry. Are you willing? I've had people say, I just don't know if I'm saved or not. If you don't know if you're saved, I'll tell you how to find that. Come to the altar and ask Jesus. I've seen a lot of people do that, and I've seen a lot of them get satisfied. Either yay or nay. Some of them found out they weren't saved and they got saved. Some of them found out they were already saved and they got happy. Obey the Lord.
Oh, I thank God for this good move. It just blessed my heart, and I'm going to let you say whatever you feel. Um, I need to say sorry to my church. Um, I guess I, I don't really know what else to say. I just, I need to come back, and um, yeah. I need to stop wasting time. Yeah. Because there's decisions and things yeah. that I want to do in my life that I want to do with God by my side. Amen. And I don't want to feel the feeling of not being able to yeah. feel him anymore. Yeah. And he's blessed me even though I've been out to be able to feel him a little bit, like in my car rides and stuff like that. But I, I want to be back where I need to be, yeah. and that's here. Amen. Boy, praise the Lord. I love that testimony and confession. That's just a clout for it. Amen. I'm real proud of you. I'm real proud of you. And, and, and I got another impression. Uh, I need one more song. That's, I appreciate this move. It's blessed my heart. But somebody else here needs to move desperately and needs to move in a hurry. And now, if family or anybody that's got on your heart wants to come shake hands and give her a hug, you're welcome to. Uh, but while we sing this song, I believe somebody else, I'm sure somebody else needs to come. Why are you sure, preacher? Because of the burden that God's put on my heart. So you follow your heart and be in a hurry. without a song or anything. Just, I keep getting impressions, and I'm glad because when I get an impression to do something, uh, it causes me to believe that God's working in somebody's heart and life. And I'm thankful that, like I say, not asking for a song or anything, but before we close, is there anybody here tonight that would simply raise your hand and say, pray for me, I have a need in my life. Anybody? Don't see any hands. It's just a simple acknowledgement that there's a spiritual need. I want you to pray for them. Anybody raise your hand to that? Okay. Anything else before we come to close? Sure good to be here. All right, if not, I'll ask everybody to see you to stand. Let's bow our heads in reverence for my area. We pray this, Mr.